So number one, I'm going to dive right into it. I don't like recording around people. I'm trying better to do in a quieter environment. So you're not hearing a bunch of fuckery in the background. I don't really like, I don't like record. I tried to do the podcast earlier around Desiree. We, uh, we went and got some, um, some stuff off Facebook market and met a guy like an hour away. And on the way back, you know, I said, Hey, well, maybe I can do it right here in the car. And then I said, Hey, and I just couldn't fucking do it. I don't know. It's just something like sacred about this I mean I'm sure I could but right now I'm anyway I'm still new but I really don't like recording around people I guess I don't know now when my big dreams come with the studio and all the microphones and shit and the video cameras then I'm probably gonna have to but right now yeah So, I thought of a few topics today. I know this is about trauma and mom, dad, family members, and I'm going to get into that. But these are a few topics I want to talk about before I get into it. So, for my fellas, right? Have you ever had a car that your spouse hates. Like, you know, you kind of, you know, could use a new car, but you haven't gotten one yet, but you make the best of what you have, right? That's how I feel about my car, my Volkswagen. It's low. I have a sub in the back. It's a stick shift and it's fun by myself, but when your spouse is getting in the car like this piece of shit, God, slamming the doors all hard, disrespecting it. Like, dude, what the fuck? God, I can't stand this car. It's so fucking loud. All the bumps. You drive it hard. Yeah, I think I'm pretty fucking cool. You know, shifting. I don't have, you know, like whatever, right? Fucking enjoy the ride. But by yourself, it's a whole different story. But yeah, I don't know. I love my car, but she thinks it's a piece of shit. You know? And I have the Volkswagen with the loud exhaust. And she has a Honda Civic stock with, like, nothing done to it. So, of course, they're going to be two different experiences. No shit, Desiree. No shit. But I don't fucking hate my car. But yeah, I would really like a Chevy Silverado. I can't afford it right now, but because we're saving to get her fucking car fixed. But I don't know. I just need a truck, like a nice Tundra, you know, something smooth. But then, you know, I know myself, I'm going to want a car again to drive fast. And then I wouldn't want a truck because it's more practical. It's just a back and forth, never ending. I've had so many different cars off Facebook market. I've had a Dodge second gen lift with a lift kit on it with nice rims. Then I had an Infiniti G35, that was a six speed. Then I had a goddamn 
you know, F-150, sold that, you know, just switching cars. One guy was like, you can switch cars like a doughboy. I guess fucking so, dude. But anyway. But yeah, she hates my car. Second thing. Back pain. I'm starting to develop back pain. My lower back. And it's not fucking fun. And it puts me in a bad fucking mood. In a very, very bad mood. I hate, I fucking hate back pain. You know, I, I'd be sitting there in the car, enjoying my loud music, and it just fucking sneaks up on me. And back pain is a tricky motherfucker. And we're, you know, Desiree and I, we're going back and forth, because she's like, well, I said, my back pain's, you know, you should never compare your pain to someone else's pain, but I'm like, fuck you. You sit at a chair all day, and you fucking work, and I fucking go up and down a ladder every day. So your back pain and my back pain are two different back pains. But in all reality, they're both equally fucked up, whether you're blue collar or white collar, because white collar, you could sit in, chances are you're sitting in a seat all day or standing sometimes. Blue collar, a little more back, but it doesn't matter. You can be like straining it you know, it could be giving you problems when you're just sitting there trying to enjoy something. And that's just fucking miserable. You want to be as comfortable as possible when you're relaxing. And that back pain just sneaks up on you. And you know what? It truly is a bitch. It truly is a bitch. When you have our guest room has a bed in it. Our upstairs has a bed. And our fucking couch. And all of them are equally fucked up. All, none of them you can get a good night's sleep in. None of them bought this expensive ass fucking mattress you know made payments on it and the shit's supposed to flip and do a kick flip and some more shit you know it comes with a remote and it's just a piece of shit and I can't help but to feel fucked for buying the mattress fuck that mattress my back hurts every fucking morning I wake up that fucking mattress hurts it fucking hurts we try flipping it the other way it still fucking hurts the mattress hurts. And then you fucking come downstairs with the dogs. You lay on the couch. You turn something on. Amazon Prime or wherever the fuck. And the fucking couch hurts. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, guest room. We had somebody occupying the guest room. It was like her cousin. Because she like got out of jail and tried to restart her life or whatever. And we were like, okay, you can move in. Because, you know, we want you to do well. And her parents died while she was in jail. Both of them. Which is tragic as fuck. Lost the daughter, parents died, everything. Right? So we're like, okay, move in. She moves in. Get her a bed. Get her this, get her that. You don't gotta pay any bills. Or just help out with milk or some shit every once in a while. We're just trying to be good people, right? In the fucking bed. So she leaves. She leaves the bed and the furniture. So I go in there sometimes. The guest room. And, you know, it just, everything just fucking hurts. With, like, my back. And I don't... And I've always, like, you know, knew if I, you know, pick up bricks or some shit every day, it would eventually be fucked up. Or something like that. You know, like, really putting a lot of work in with your back. But I've always, I've always lifted with my legs. Never, every, some, sometimes I lift with my back. 
But, and like I said, it's not like excruciating, but it's just like really fucking annoying when it happens. Because I'm sitting there and it's just like, ah, oh shit, that's right. Ah, fuck. And it's like right on top of my right butt cheek. I swear to God. Back pain. The second one I want to talk about. Or third. When your partner's breath stinks. Now, I need to work on my attitude with Desiree. Right? Like, you know, sometimes I could be cranky. I'm driving this morning. I'm like, eh. But then it just makes it 10 times worse when your partner, they turn to you and their breath stinks. And you know you want to say, your fucking breath stinks. Don't fucking look that way. (laughs) You know, talk to the fucking trees. You know, going down the beltway, talk to the trees. (laughs) Talk to the fucking, do not even talk to the, roll down the window and talk to the air. Don't talk to the window because it'll bounce back and come past your face, maybe hit mine or whatever. Like, your fucking breath is rocking, dude. You know? It's humming like a motherfucker, and I, dude, and all day long, it pissed me the fuck off. It's just like, she's just talking, like, oh, hey, you know, singing songs, and I'm just, oh my god, I'm so fucking miserable. But, like I said, and there's really no respectful way to do that. I mean, we've been together long enough, you know, we're acquainted enough for me to be able to say your breath is you get what i'm saying and do something about it actively you know change it do it brush your fucking teeth fuck fuck me god it's like anyway and i'm not perfect and maybe i'm just you know because i feel like my breath never stinks so fuck you my breath doesn't stink. Yours does. Fuck you. And I'm not all up in people's faces. Like, I'd never know if someone's breath stinks. I would never know. Because I don't get all up close and personal. Fuck that. That's weird. I don't. I keep a distance. But yeah. But like, dude. You know. For people listening. Your fucking wife. Your husband. Your boyfriend. You know. If you're in a fucking throuple and it's three of you. Whatever. You guys all need to fucking brush your teeth. And. Sometimes it's not fair because you can brush the dog shit out of your teeth. But you know how, like, you know how, like, like, um, when you, like, you don't eat or you drink, like, you know, I feel like it happens to me because I, I, I keep, but like, you know, you eat like oatmeal or I don't know. I don't want to think about it, but like, you don't eat like a full, it's like when you eat light or just drink water or let's say you're fasting or something and there's nothing in your stomach and your breath stinks. It's like you need to fucking eat something and then go brush your fucking teeth. But that can happen. So you can brush your teeth, not eat shit, and your breath can still stink. And it's just like, ugh. That's what I've noticed at least. It's like, ugh, I can't fucking, ugh. Fuck me. Go fucking clean your teeth. Please. Also, I was thinking about it today, and I think I'm going to try to trick myself into saving money, right? If I had a business, and let's say I made enough to support myself and not go to work every day at this business, and 
you know, I'm, I'm just able to, I'm able to live. Or let's say I have this great landscaping business and I don't get business in the wintertime or I may cut down a few trees or whatever guys do in the wintertime. But in the summertime, I'm booming. I'm planting daisies, you know, planting, you know, peach trees, whatever, right? So why don't we act like or try to trick our mind thinking we're not going to get a pay next paycheck. Now, it's especially hard for me because I get paid weekly. But if I can trick my mind into thinking like, oh, fuck, this is the slow season. Like when I was doing that job for Juan the other day. And he was like, oh, yeah, we, I work for myself. But the only thing is sometimes times get slow. I don't have shit to do. So I'm thinking like, huh, so you have to budget. So you have to make sure you know, you're good because you really don't know when you're going to get a next paycheck. So you have to, because I'm still trying to get better with financial literacy and money and this and that, learning. and Because I know how to save and put money away. I don't know. I've gotten better. Trust me, I've gotten better. Plus, when you move out with your parents, you got to get better at that kind of shit. Because either you're going to sink or swim. And, you know, I can't. Unfor not unfortunately, but like I can't, you know, sell pussy or, you know, I don't want to be a drug dealer. I can't. So it's like I got to make money the honest way. And you want to make that shit last. You want to make it, you know, you just can't blow it back. At least I can't yet. You know, but I have a pretty decent lifestyle, I think. Like I said, country blessings. Um. That's the money managed trick. The other thing, and then I'll get into my thing. People who say literally a, a lot. People who say literally a lot. It fucking pisses me off. Now, who am I to get pissed off at what you're saying, right? <laughs> Sorry, I had to hit my vape. But people who say literally a lot, I can't stand it. I was watching a cop episode earlier and the motherfucker says, officer, I literally left my friend's house. I literally hopped in the car and I literally just made a left turn and you pulled me over. It was some shit like that. It's like, okay, I get it. But just fucking, he kept saying it literally. I literally, like, I literally, 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 shut the fuck up. I get it. Okay, you just did it. Okay, you actually meant that. Okay, so let's think about some words that mean literally to me. I think actually, completely, directly, painly, really, simply, truly, correctly, direct, faithfully. Now, you can't really say, officer, I faithfully just made a turn. <laughs> that sounds funny, but... I don't know, rightly, straight, strictly. Motherfucker, just don't fucking literal every fucking thing. Literally, just literally. But anyway, all right, I'm done with that. So let's get into it. So fucking, right? So today I'm gonna talk about my father. Now, growing up, I thought my father was a pretty cool motherfucker. I'm gonna grab one of my chairs here. 
I thought he was a pretty cool motherfucker. Right? Um, I would always get excited when he would come and pick me up. And it was the shit. It was the shit, you know? I get a break from my mom. They used to meet, like, at the Cracker Barrel. That was their favorite spot. The fucking Cracker Barrel. You know, sometimes, you know, what was in it for me? I get breakfast some days, you know? Or drop me off at the Cracker Barrel. You know, he wait, you know, until my mom pick, came and everything. Sit there and eat. Oh, that's another thing about his ass. He can fucking put some food away, like... He would uh, have to work on his weight. He's not like naturally like them like me. <laughs> but that motherfucker would be like smacking. Like, you know when motherfuckers eating, you're like, man, the food is smacking. Like, like smack. Like, you can hear, <laughs> dude, I swear to God, you can hear him smack from like, you know what I mean? Literally across the restaurant, you know, at the emergency exit. Like, you can hear, <laughs> it's just like how he ate, you know? But then seeing him eat like that made me want to eat more. It's like, damn, yeah, you eating that? Yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm, let me take a bite, you know? I don't know, it was just like the way this motherfucker, I mean, dude, I mean, he gets into it. It's funny as shit, but anyway. They used to meet at the Cracker Barrel, you know? I think he had a Lexus back then. And uh, he used to pick me up. As I got older, I noticed, like, um, I noticed he would... Like, he always used to have a cup with him. And when I got older, older, I realized he was drinking, which is extremely fucking dangerous. Looking back, this dude could be loaded drinking rum in a fucking Eagles, like, coffee cup mug driving up 95 because he lived in Philly. So, and I'm just in the back seat, you know what I mean? Trying to enjoy it, you know? And the motherfucker would be like, and you can smell the liquor all throughout the car. And by this age, I'm probably like, I don't know, fuck it, let's say 11. Matter of fact, no, let's push to 13. I'm like 13 years old. And I know what liquor smells like. We even tasted it before. So I damn sure know you're drinking and driving, dude. But I didn't know, like, at the end of the day, like, even though... See, Desiree, she's very outspoken. Like, she had a voice growing up. But with me, no. I had to be very careful on what I said. And that's to anybody. I mean, as you should, but she's very... Like, why would you do... You know what I mean? Like, like how would you do that? Or, or like, you know, just like, I was raised to shut the fuck up. You know, be quiet. Stay in a child's place. Shit like that. So, you know, I would notice this guy drinking liquor like he's at a fucking Super Bowl party driving up the highway. But then again, it's still my dad. So, I don't, ah, whatever. I'm not going to do shit about it anyway. But, um, I had some okay times with him. Um, besides from when he was, you know, being a dick. or I remember this one time. 
we were so he used to live in southwest philly and he was dude this is the fucking he's a pastor and you know growing up back then my mom be like your dad doesn't pay child support like that's why i left calvary lutheran because he apparently didn't pay child support which my mom was very into that child support shit Look, 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 you can't go here. It's your father's fault. You need to talk to your father. What the fuck am I going to say to him? What the fuck am I going to say? But then it was weird because I really don't know what I was looking at. And like I said, and I told him one time, I said, Dad, I didn't give a fuck whether you paid child support or not. I just wanted you to, I just want to kick it with you, man. Like, I just wanted you to come back and just, like, I don't give a fuck with you. I mean, you pay it, you pay it. My mom, she was a real money hungry person right she was she's very money hungry like i mean not to get off topic but you know when i was 18 years old and trying to find my way in life i was getting fired from jobs i worked at smoothie king and then smoothie king fired me you know and because i was fucking smoothies up and then you know took my last paycheck and bought a bb gun like what the fuck am i doing right but i'm a kid 17 but i'm paying fucking rent and I understand, like, trying to teach a person, um, you know, financial responsibility. But, like, dude, I just my first job. And I have to leave 100 or $200, $300 on the table every time I get paid. That's my fucking check, by the way. So, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. So, but anyway, I never really cared that he paid child support or didn't. It's fucking awesome, you know? I just want... So, when he lived in Southwest Philly and moved over to um, another part of Philly, which it was a nice part. It was like a yuppie area. Motherfuckers be having cool dogs and, you know, yuppie shit. Like, you know, Birkenstocks and, you know, uh, AirPod Prozen and fucking listening to... They just cool vibes, you know what I mean? Yuppie people. A lot of people don't like yuppie people. But I fuck with yuppie, yuppie people. I'm about to say yucky people. I fuck with yuppies. I don't even call them yuppies. They're just people. I fuck with them. But anyway. Moving over there. And... I remember... Okay. So... so my dad, he kicked my ass this one day. My father... I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did. Oh, you know what I do? And this is what he told me, because I asked him. Well, I, my cousin, I'm not, I shouldn't really be telling the story, because I, but I do remember this. My cousin, I was upset at my cousin, and I said some really mean things to her. It was my Uncle Roy who passed away. And, uh, now, my father, right, before I get into that, he, like, I was a little intimidated by him, but, I mean, I I think at one point, I would never take him, but he had, I think what it was was this, it was, I think it was his voice, Braxton, Brax, like, it was his voice, are you fucking lying, like, it was his voice, and that's, it was like the wrath of his voice, I think, what intimidated me the most. And this motherfucker is a compulsive fucking liar. 
I mean, will stick to, you know what I mean? So now looking back, when he used to say, Braxton, stop fucking lying. You lied too much. And I'd be telling the fucking truth. I mean, dude, I mean, singing my heart out. Dad, I swear to God, dad, I'm not fucking, I'm not lying, dad. Dad, I'm not lying. I'm not, that's, that's, I literally, you know what I mean? And, but he's also, or not also, but he is a liar. So, I mean, he'd be good. Braxton, Braxton, don't fuck Bra- Like, and, you know, my nerves are on like a million. Dad, I swear, you know. But it's really because he's a fucking liar. <laughs> you know? And, you know, I wouldn't lie. I would not lie. And then, you know, I just, I don't know. But anyway, this day I was in the room and I said something real mean to my little cousin. Or my big cousin, Toddy. I love Toddy. But I was a kid. And I think it was on MySpace, actually. I remember being in the room. And I'm a kid, right? I had my own little room at his house. When he came and picked me up or whatever. But um, I remember looking up porn on YouTube. Like, I'm definitely a fucking kid. You don't look up that kind of show on YouTube. And then it was like some semi-freaky shit. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And it's fucking YouTube. So... I sent something to my cousin, and I really can't remember what it is. I think I was calling her a bunch of bitches and <laughs> a bunch of bitches and hoes. I mean, that's what happens when you know you come out to Philly and you know you you don't really have any friends, and you're in a room. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not blaming it on that, but I really don't know. I think she. I don't know what she did to piss me off. But I just felt like expressing myself. And I sent this very mean message to her, essentially. And he came in that room and fucked me up. Like, won a bunch of punches or nothing, but he was got that belt. Because the thing is, here's about my father. Like, no, he fucked me up that day. Like... Until he got tired. Kind of similar to Uncle Lonzo. Just like, you know, bruises. Like, he was... And then told me he loved me afterwards. And I, that was like one of the ones, like, I still remember being 27, stealing it, sitting in my backyard. But um, I was just looking at him, stop, stop, you know. And I just don't know what I did. But anyway, my father overall, like... And I think that happened at a younger age. And I didn't even know how to cuss yet. Like, I just know I'm upset. And I know, like, cuss words. And I just would... But, Toddy, I'm sorry. I didn't know what I did. You know, my mother would always tell me shit about my father. Like, oh, he doesn't pay child support. Oh, he... Yeah, he was supposed to come get you. And he missed it. And he didn't show up. And, you know, shit like that. And just kind of remind me how, you know, crappy he could be. And as I got older, I asked my father. I'm like... You know, those times where you didn't come pick me up and you told me you were on your way. What's up with that? And this is around the time when I was kind of starting to see my mother for who she was. And I asked him and inquired about it. And he's like, see, now you can see that, you know, your mother was giving me a hard time. Your mother was money hungry, like a money hungry bitch. Your mother, you see, your mother. And it's like, yeah, but 
You told me you were coming, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck about my, what the fuck my mom did to you in the process. Now I know now as an adult, and I'm not making excuses for him, but it can be a pain in the dick when you're trying to pick up your child and you have the baby mother fucking calling you a piece of shit or, you know, asking you for money or trying to get you served for court or some bullshit. I'm not saying she was, but just anything, you know? So I'm like, no, motherfucker, like you're not, no, 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 you're not getting out of that one. But like, I remember this one time. And like I said, growing up, I just didn't know, you know, how bad things were between my parents. And like I said, never married. No, they just kind of had sex and there I was. But they dated for a while, I think, at least. But um, I remember this one time. My mom had this friend named Mr. John. And now looking back, he drove an Audi TT. Because I know cars like a motherfucker. And he had an Audi TT coupe. And I don't know. I maybe get motherfuckers mixed up like I always do. But my mother had him sir had John the friend serve my father when he did come and pick me up and it was some court bullshit and he got out that car ripped that shit up right on right on our front our front and looking back it's just a man who maybe did or didn't pay child support that got served got pissed about it you know and ripped up the papers on our front well, my, my luggage and shit was already in the car. So I dipped. I dipped with the I dipped with my father. And he was just so fucking angry. And everything intimidates you when you're a child. I think. You know, when adults get angry and they know they do the shit, fucking assholes. You're intimidated and shaken up. You know, when you know, getting fucking angry. It's like okay, okay, I'm sorry. And uh, I saw him rip up that paper, man. He was, like, passionately fucking, like, fuck this. You know, baby mama shit, I guess. The fuck you serve me? I'm just picking my fucking son. You know, whatever he said. But, um, yeah, that was that was really awkward. Because I'm like, oh, no, mom. Dad's ripping up papers. What's going on? You know? But anyway, you know, he had a few episodes and drink and drive and was a pastor. It was kind of cool growing up because when he came and got me and it was Sunday, I swear to God, I did not want to go to church. Like, I don't go to church now. I just decide to have a relationship with God. And that's just what it is. Um, I feel like when I realized church was a business, it like did something to me because I came out of church one day and I'm not saying you shouldn't give and everything out. I need to give to church because I'm very grateful for, you know, things I have, and, you know, accomplished or didn't accomplish. I'm happy for it all. Right. But I'm like, why are these people giving money at the end of church? You know, my mom would sometimes give me five bucks or but I'm a broke ass kid. So I'm like, I really don't want to put this in church. <laughs> I really don't want to do it. <laughs> oh, anybody have change? <laughs> but I did it. But, yeah, wasn't really feeling the, um, wasn't really, didn't want to do it. I don't know. I mean, but anyway, he would have a church. And, and like I said, 
I don't know because look, right? All right, I'm gonna put it like this. And we're two different, no. Well, it's like this. Now, I have done some crazy shit in my life. Like, some crazy fucking shit. Just pure fucking chaos. And, like, I'm a crazy mofo, right? So, I know my father has those same traits. You know? And, I don't know. I mean, this was when I was younger. You know? But, um... I don't know, I just, you know, for all, for overall, you know, I didn't, I kind of ignored, like, you know, the, him getting angry at me, or, like, you know, him, you know, fucking acting like a detective, asking me, am I lying all the time, or, you know, ass whooping, whatever I did, or, did it, he was mostly like a, he was funny as fuck, this motherfucker, so funny, um, but, you know, like I said, my mom would tell me shit, and I think I just wanted to see for myself. And when you have that in your head, you're already kind of biased towards the parent. That's why I really don't agree with, like, parents, you know, telling their kids stuff about... Because it's like, okay, you know, if they show you, then that's one thing. Okay, if they show the kid and they break the kid's heart, that's one thing. Okay, you're, congratulations, you're an actual piece of shit now. You're not just a piece of shit in her head, right? But it's like, you know, when you tell the kid that, the kid can be, you can be a little biased towards the other parent or start to resent them or a fair chance. They don't have a fair chance because heads filled up with bullshit or not bullshit, but doesn't matter. Let them figure it out. And this, and a lot of the same things my mother told me about him, um, He's, he did to me, so, okay, mom, you got that, but, um, I don't know, it just started, started, uh, let me down, and then the thing is about my father, he would talk such a good game, like, I mean, I can, I'm a talker, I'm a, uh, I think I have the gift of gab, I don't know, maybe not, but, my father, that motherfucker, I mean, I mean, he, he was a preacher, which, for the life of me, I don't fucking understand. I think he was in the military, got out. He was a chaplain in the military, decided to be a preacher. But it was, let me talk say this, too. And it was pretty cool, like, you know, being a, the son of a preacher. Because his last name is Jolly. Pastor Jolly, Pastor Jolly, oh, Pastor Jolly's son. One, one church, there was, like, a bunch of fucking Nigerian people. And they're like, oh, Pastor Jolly, Pastor Jolly. I'm like, yeah, that's right, Pastor Jolly, that's me. Pastor Jolly's son is right here, motherfucker. So that was cool. I felt like a little celebrity, you know. Oh, Pastor Jolly's son. Like, it was like a weird, like, you know, special attention. And I'm not shit. Even when I'm a kid, I'm not shit. I'm a little shit. But, you know, motherfuckers noticed. They knew what was up. Oh, you're in town. Oh, Pastor Jolly. I mean, and he'd get up in the pulpit and preach and shit like that. And, you know, no man's perfect, but I'm like, this guy is leading you, motherfuckers? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Back of my head. But, yeah, I, th- I think he's a cool guy. He just started letting me down, man. Like, okay, I'm probably skipping a couple letdowns here. But, but like, here's the thing with him. He was such, such a good game, but the story would always fucking change. And, like, I started doing that shit 
with Desiree. And I had to start catching that shit. Because she's like, that's not what you said. I know, but, you know, it's you know, it's getting like No, but that's not what you said. You said we're going to do it, so let's fucking do it. And I get that. No one wants to be let down. And I'm sorry for anyone I've ever let down. I'm not just a guy that's going around letting motherfuckers down. But, you know, I need to it's, just keep your promises, especially to your fucking kids. Because... It may not mean a lot to you. It may be a pain in the ass to take them to Sky Zone or Rita's or whatever. But just fucking do it. Or just, damn, or if you take a rain check, just make sure you honor that rain check. Because, I mean, this motherfucker would talk a great game, man. I mean, fuck me. I remember, I mean, fuck. And then it's like every single time he used to let me down. I used to call my Nana, his mom, and as I got older, <clears throat> and I love Nana, I love Nana so much, she's a, she's a very sweet lady, I mean the sweetest lady, but my Nana used to even come pick me up, so, you know, us hanging out and shit, I'm thinking we're, you know, cool, you know what I mean, like, nah, that's Nana, you know what I mean, like, not on my mom's side, because my mom's mom, she passed at a young age. But that's my father's mom. Like, my father, that's his mom. That's my grandma. Um, but I'm thinking I can, you know, like I can talk to Nana, right? So growing up, I mean, and I, I, mean, and I just thought this is the kind of relationship we had. Because she would listen, but looking back, she'd always I mean take his side or somehow defend him or like you know you can't you know depend on people you have to like you know it's like what the fuck like she would just like not be comforting or she'd be comforting but like just somehow when he was dead wrong because I'm a kid calling you to vent you know and like it would just, I don't know, it fucked me up sometimes. So I'm like, what the fuck? You don't fucking see this? Like, you know, like, and I'm not asking you to make it right, Nana, but like, just like, I mean, fuck. Some type of support. But she was so fucking goddamn neutral. And I'm like, what the fuck? Or, or, or you know, it would say some shit between my mother and my father. I would say it to Nana. And she would be so, but your mom is that. Yeah, I understand that. But like, this is a situation. Like, just, just listen. But I don't know. I just thought we were cool homies, you know? And, but she would just be so fucking neutral. And I think, you know, and I call her about different times in my life. Like, he let me down, Nana. But like, banana, banana. And I think his family knew he was a shitty father. Um, You know? My uncles knew, my cousins know, my aunts know. People know, you know, you're a shitty dad. But, you know, he's still part of the family. So I guess they still embrace him. I don't fucking know. But this, this is the last time. And I'm not done with Nana. But this was just like, holy shit. See, that's the beauty of getting older. Because the same bullshit you went for when you were younger, you tend not to, you know, you tend to have a brain in your own and you just know what's right and wrong and you know how you want to be treated shit like that so this time when I called Nana I said so this is what happens with my father right 
that's such a good game. So he comes to my house, and at the time, it's probably also a piece of shit, but it was a G35. Two-door coupe, six-speed, infinity, blah, blah, blah. Desiree, she had her Honda Civic, and she can't get rid of cars and shit anyway because she has the car payment and shit be out here. So he comes to my house. Mind you, my father has never, because before we lived here, we had an apartment. I said, hey, dad, why don't you, um, because we'd be on and off, you know, and because he'd do something to fucking piss me off, and I'd be like, keeping my distance and then that's all right hey give him a call just give it another shot gave another shot so anyway this was that another shot okay so he's never came and saw the apartment he's never came in but he did come here because we only lived two places since being together and he comes here with his wife lalane another person who was like who would really piss me off when i would explain the things you know, things he's done, and when we were just, and another person you cannot talk to, because it's like, what the fuck is he paying you guys? What the fuck are you on his payroll? Fucking, fucking have a brain, come on, what the fuck? But anyway, um, but anyway, you know, they come to the house, you know, hey, how you doing? You know, hear the dogs barking, oh, you have dogs? Yeah, 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 come on, yeah, you know, and dogs start sniffing them and shit. Louie, get down, whatever. So he goes, hey, why don't we go to, why don't we go to Home Depot? Oh, goddamn Home Depot. Jesus Christ. We did end up going to Home Depot. But um, he says, let's go get food. And guess where we went? The fucking Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But not the one I used to get picked up and dropped off at. We went to another one over, I don't fucking know where the fuck it is. But it wasn't that one. So we go to Cracker Barrel. We get, he probably gets the usual uh, country fried chicken. I think I did two the apples and the fucking, you know, the fucking macaroni and cheese shit. It's fucking delicious. Get the biscuits come out, put the grape jelly on them, put the butter them up real good. Cracker barrel shit. So we're there eating, you know, Desiree, myself, stepmom, and my father. And we're there. We're there eating. And we're just having this great conversation. You know, we're talking about, you know, we're talking about, you know, my mother, you know, because the thing, the whole thing was this. I started realizing some things because she was always safe in my book. Safe. And I was realizing some things, so I wanted to ask him, like, did you go through this? And of course, you know, he'd probably obviously agree or anything negative towards my mom he'd probably be all for it but you know i just he's still but here's the thing and i he always would say this yeah but if that motherfucker you know any of her boyfriends ever do something to her i will come down there and kick their ass and do that and do this and it could have all been a talk but it seemed like even though they didn't work out and whatever he did or didn't do he always had this like protective you know like energy like yeah but you know, you can't disrespect your mom, but I know, I know she could be, but you can't, you know, certain shit like that, you know, he would do that, or, you know, a motherfucker come down there, and, you know, if a fucking alien fucking beams her up <laughs> from her fucking front door, that will be down there to fuck that alien up, you know, so, and sometimes I'd like picking his brain, because, and it's probably shit I probably don't want to know anyway, but, you know, 
just to hear a little more history about them, you know, because they're not together. So, you know, and he would always tell me the same stories. Yeah, your mom's big into retail. You know, your mom, I took her to some restaurant called The Drake in Maryland, which I can never fucking find or any history of a restaurant called The Drake. I think he fucking named the shit The Drake itself. I don't know what the fuck. I don't, I don't know. I don't know because I've, I've looked it up. I, I can't find it. But, you know, I just, you know, father shit. And we've all, we've had a rocky past, right? So it's like, whatever. But anyway, so around that time, so we got the Cracker Barrel eating. And around that time, I'm thinking of, we're talking about, you know, my mom and the toxic things and just things I didn't really see before. That's when I really had the first wake up call. Like the first, you know. So, you know, I'm doing my due, my due diligence trying to figure some shit out so anyway he was you know he came down we're eating blah 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 we leave he um you know we go to i think we actually went to home depot so in the backyard here we had like a part where i kept saying the dogs keep getting out because he said something about just let him go in the backyard i think that's how it came up and i said no they keep getting out so we fucking buy some zip ties and zip tie the fence together in the backyard so the dogs and they're actually still there Still held up. Dogs can't get out. Little motherfuckers. So we went to Home Depot, pick up the fucking zip ties. We come back home and we're standing out front and we're talking and things are going well. You know, like with my father, when he came around or it was always the same, the same like energy. Everything's fucking energy, but the same energy. Like, you know, like, damn, like, yeah, my father's here because it's like. I don't see you that often. So every single time you do come around, it's special, you know? It's like, yeah, with my father, or like, you know, walking down, you know, South Street in Philly or wherever, you know, it was like my father, dad, hey, yeah, you know, it's, it's a good feeling. And it's just unfortunate that things are the way they are because I really, that's a good feeling to me, you know? It's like, oh yeah, my dad. Oh, what the fuck you say? Cause that, I'll punch you or he'll punch you. And we weren't tough guys, but I don't know. It's just like, you know, you're around your pops, you know? It's cool. So, anyway, we're standing out front. And he says, um, he says, what kind of, uh, what kind of car do you want? What, what do you want? And I was like, what? And, you know, he goes into it, talking a good game. He's like, yeah, you know, what kind of car you like? You know, what kind of truck? You would, would you want a truck or, you know, or a boat? Like, you know, I mean, just trying to see where my head is. Like, you know, what do you want? And we had similar interests. Like, we both like stocks. And um, I was so happy to, to present him, like, when I got into crypto. And he called it, like, like that's some SpongeBob shit or some shit he called it. But I'm like, oh, well, you don't understand. Because, you know, ApeCoin is <laughs> really going up. And, uh, you know, it was here. And look at it there. <laughs> You know, and you know, Bitcoin, you know, talking about all these coins, you know, fucking trust wallet, all types of shit. And he's like, uh, you know, how happy when you, you know, get in a Tesla or Apple, get in at a good, you know, at a good price. But anyway, um, yeah, so we're talking and vibing, you know, things are going well. I told him, I said, you know, dad, you know, I don't want anything from you, man. Like, so, you know, I just, you know, just just want to have a relationship, right? Like, 
I just just want you to I want to be able to call you and say what's up without you know and there's a lot of time that's passed or a lot of missed out time because of you know maybe I don't know we can play the blame game all we want here but you know him hurting my feelings you know I guess him being upset at my mother like I'll tell you a second story after this but it was just like you know so he's actually talking to me and he's like he's like um you know what kind of car so I was like you know what I would really want a taco he said what a taco I said nah just call him that a Toyota Tacoma I said I would really like that truck I said number one they hold their value it's Toyota low maintenance it's it's a fucking Toyota man you know and one thing about my father he always brag about how much you know money he has this and that you know he always used to be flexing money in front of me look at all this look you know and i guess it did something to him seeing me go wow a bunch of 20s now looking back it was probably like two grand or you know it's probably like 900 bucks or something you know what i mean but seeing it i was like oh my god like i could buy the fucking world worth that probably but anyway so you know and then plus you know, he had the military behind him. I think he got a pension from that. You know, Lane, she seems like, I think she had her bachelor's. It seemed like they were living okay. Like, and I would never come with them asking for a bunch of shit, but I don't know. I just thought he could fucking, fucking afford it. Or, you know, I thought he was just doing, being a cool dad. So I said, yeah, I would like a Toyota Tacoma. So he's like, I'll get you one. And once again, I'm smarter than this. Really? Yeah, I'll get you one. Is that you sure that's what you want? And I say yes. Yes, I'm very fucking sure. <laughs> you know? So he goes. Okay. Alright. So why don't you sell this car and we'll get you one? Oh okay. Alright. So we'll sell this. And you know we'll go from there. We'll get you. We'll get you that truck. Cause it see, he seems like you need a truck, man. You know, you got the house now. You got a backyard. You know, you, you know you're in your trade. You know, it just it just seems better for you to have a truck. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more, Pop. You know, I mean it's fun driving around in the G35, but you know I just need my truck. And 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 I love having a truck because. You know, we go on Facebook market, you see a good deal. You see a good deal and shit like that. So, you know, you know, I have a side job. If Desiree wants me to pick something up, I have my truck to do it. Things I can't do in a sports car. So, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we walk around the block or, you know, talk of some more stuff or whatever. And he says, hey, look, man, it's getting late. Oh, man. Yeah, I got to get back home up the highway. But that's another thing. My father does not stay long. This motherfucker would be game soft, back home in the in the chair, you know, watching whatever fucking show he watches or whatever. The fucking Sopranos, you know. And and like, I, and you know, talking on this fucking podcast, it just fucking sucks. It really, it's really fucking unfortunate because... When I was younger in our relationship and everything like that, that's one thing. But now that I'm older and I see how the world works and, you know, both of our personalities, it just fucking sucks that things 
are like the way they are. But anyway, tells me he's getting me a truck. I'm really excited. I mean, we're on, you know, we're talking every day. You, you know, it, you know, I, I'm just excited. It's a good time. You know, I sold my truck, I sold my car. Um, I think I sold it for $4,000, right? I was pressed. I probably could have cleaned it up more and got more. Maybe not, but I was just like, so anyway, I, I sell the car quick as fuck. You know, clean title, it's ready. Come pick this motherfucker up. I sell the car and the, um, and I call him. I say, dad, I sold the car. Like, how much you get? Oh, uh, $4,000. I can put that towards the truck or down payment or, well, I don't, well, I explained to him how I feel about down payments and car dealerships. I'm like, no, nah, I was just going Facebook Mark. So anyway, I said I have four thousand. I can. I found one on Facebook. I said I got. I got like half. I got this. Or uh, did you? Uh, so now I'm. You know, let's get the fucking show on the road, right? Uh, d did you? How'd you want to send the money? Uh, Zell or, uh, you know, fucking MoneyGram? <laughs> I don't give a fuck, <laughs> cause I'm th in my head. I'm thinking, when I, the fuck, sell the car, here comes the new one, cause you know I have a job. You know, I have responsibilities, places to be, shit to do. So that's what's in my fucking head. That's why I was so pressed to sell the car so I can get the truck. So, anyway. Fucking sell the car. And, um, you know, he says, okay, okay, you sell the car? I said, yeah, it's sold, it's done. I have the cash, you know? And he says, okay, well, this is what I want you to do. Still excited as a bitch. This is what I want you to do. I want you to go to an auction and look around. And I'm playing by his rules. So I'm like, okay. I said, I see like five on Facebook market that are like, you know, clean title, good price. They look clean as fuck. And they're like local, but okay. He gives me, he says, why don't you go to the auction? That's Saturday, by the way. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So we go to the auction and we see absolutely fucking nothing. I mean, this was the worst fucking auction. I mean, fuckity fuck. They had like a Harley Davidson truck. Like, what the fuck is this? A fucking ride around a Harley Davidson truck. It was like... <laughs> Dude, it was like all bubbly too. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? Like why why did Ford and Harley Davidson ever get together? They should have just fucked off. But anyway, they had this truck and I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, you know. So they didn't have shit at the auction. They and then what I, I almost liked something else, but it was like a Nissan like truck. And I'm not really big into Nissan trucks. Like, dude, I want a fucking Toyota. That's what the fuck we agreed on. That's what I want. You know, I've had a Dodge, like I said, second gym with the lift kit. I've got eight miles to the gallon. I could not afford that. Fuck that. And I miss that truck every day. I end up selling that truck for 10 grand though. But anyway, he asked me on this fucking truck mission and I'm like constantly, I'm already a Facebook market guy. So I'm constantly on Facebook market, constantly looking up cars, constantly, constantly. And God, this fucking asshole. Constantly looking cars up. And I'm sending them to, to him back to back. I say, 
hey, this one, that one, this one, that one. And the first thing I noticed was I call him, it goes to voicemail. I'm like, okay, we're good. Like, you're still, you're still good money with me, dad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's going to voicemail, but yeah, we're good. We have that agreement. Remember in the front yard? You know, remember when we fixed the fence, the truck? So it's cool. I'm not tripping. It's cool. My girl says, did he pick up? Nah, I'll talk to him. So then call him again. You know, oh, hey, we talk about it. Oh, hey, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 the truck. Oh, okay. Did you see anything? No. Okay. Well, well, just um, tell you what. I'll, uh, what the fuck did he say? I said, well, this was the first time I think I remember. I said, when, I said, when uh, were you planning on, you know, doing this? Oh, just when you find something. Oh, it was some bullshit. Like, I can't even, like, this shit fucked me up. So, moving forward, um, at that time, I was working at night. So, I had a little more patience. So, what happened was Desiree, she worked during the day. And plus, she works from home. And I was on a night job. So, it really didn't matter. I could take her car at night, which I did. Um, we were working on a school at the time. A uh, bunch of new equipment, VRF shop. And I really wasn't really tripping, you know? I'm like, okay, well, I mean, it seems like everything's working out so far. Uh, he has me looking for trucks. And I don't need transportation to get to work because I can just drive a Honda. So, okay, cool. <sighs> Fucking Jesus Christ. So then after that, it's like a whole month goes by. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> what's going on here, you know? And then the second month goes by, but we're not like the conversations were like very like few in between. They were like really like it was like every it was like once a week or some shit. Like he was like avoiding me. I felt like, and I'm texting him like, "What's going on?" Hey, in a meeting, he used to always say that shit. Hey, in a meeting. Hey, in a meeting. It's like what the fuck? You don't even wear a fucking suit. All these fucking meetings. Like, what the fuck? If you're having a fucking conversation with your neighbor, you're not in a fucking meeting. You're fucking having a conversation with your fucking neighbor. You're not in a fucking meeting. So he hit me with the okie doke. I'm in a meeting, I'm in a meeting, I'm in a meeting. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Whatever, whatever, okay. You know, because I'm getting frustrated at this point. You know, I was supposed to be in my truck, driving down the street. I was supposed to get 5% tent on my windows. You know, put it across the windshield. I would have taken an all-black one, you know, four-door. You know, I was just ready to rock and roll. So I'm like, okay. So then he keeps blowing me off. So then, oh, my God, it was really pissing me off. So now I'm like, how can I get this truck even faster? Because you're just like, I feel like you're, like, blowing me off. You don't want to talk about it. So then he says some shit like, and this is once again. He says some shit like, oh, um, he says... He says, oh, you know what? I'll do this. So I'm getting more and more, you know, frustrated. So I never forgot. This was the day of my cousin's baby shower. Um, he doesn't live far. He's one of my few relatives on my father's side that actually lives in the same state as me. So, you know, I'll see him a little more than I see everybody else. But we don't hang out. I was just stopping his job. He's a manager at our dealership. I'm like, oh, yo, what up? Yo, what up, motherfucker? You know? 
and shit like that. So it was his baby shower and I wanted to be there. And plus, I think some other relatives from that side were going to be there. So I was. Okay, so I'm not sure where I left off. It turns out I have 60 minutes to record. So I'll like keep that in mind when I'm recording because the shit just shut off. And I looked up at my top corner and didn't see the little microphone thing and thought I deleted it or some dumbass shit. But I'm more than willing to retell the story because, you know. So anyway, I'm not sure where I stopped. So boom. Oh, fuck. I don't know where it stopped. So here, let's start from here. So the conversations get few in between, you know, and he says, you know what, son? Oh, it was the day of my cousin's baby shower that I really want to be at because he was one of my relatives on my father's side that lived in Maryland. And I wanted to fucking be there. Plus, some other relatives were supposed to be there. So he says, why don't you come to Philly? So I said, that's fine. We'll talk, you know, eye to eye. You know, you can see my face because I'm very, you know, I'm just like, what is going on with this truck? You know, like what? Like how hard? It's been two months now. So I go up there and we talk. He says, well, what are your bills looking like? And I said, I don't know. We have some debt. Like, it's not like, you know, a fuck ton of debt. It's not like $50,000. Well, see, I was thinking about it and... I don't think a truck is in your best interest. And I said, what? I was like, what? And he's like, no. See, I think you should get like a little car that's good on gas. And I said, off the jump, off the rip, off GP, off everything. I said, I just had a little car that was good on gas. Like... Remember, it was the Jeep, the car I had that worked that I sold because you promised me a truck. That is the car I had that was, you know, like, what the fuck's going on here? So he's like, yeah, you know, I just think you should, you know, get a little car that's good on gas. And, or if not a car at all, you know, you guys having debt, you know, that's, if you think about it, that's more gas, one household. Uh, you know, you have to fuel up both cars. Why don't you guys just continue to share a car? She can take, why don't she just take the bus to work and you just take her car? Like, and I'm like, oh my God. Like right then and there. I'm like, how can I be so fucking stupid? Desiree, we're sitting at his, you know, at his house and she's, you know, giving a little smirk, you know, just trying to be, you know, she's just, she's playing her part. She's doing good. And I said, what the fuck? said dad that's not what we talked about and i said i said remember when i said i've always had a car <laughs> i said what the fuck is the difference like what i'm like what is really going on you know because like i'm older now i'm not a fucking kid that's gullible it's gonna be like oh yeah man maybe i mean yeah more ga-. no fuck that i don't give a fuck i said look i said we've had a car i said i've had a car ever since high school right now that i moved out we had a car at the apartment now that we live here, I've also had a car to get to, to and from and where I need to go. Desiree has her car, and she says, well, and he's still on this bullshit. Well, why don't you just, you know, she can take the bus to work because she goes in what? 
you know, one day a week, but works from home, so she can take the bus that day. You can just, and I'm just like, yeah, maybe, but yeah, but, and Desiree's like, I can't catch the bus to, to the office where I work. There's not a bus route. And I said, right. And I said, and I said, she's already having to take like $60 Ubers while we're waiting for this truck because I've had her car at some point or it was some bullshit. Oh, right. Because I started working during the day. So she would have to wake up extra early, take me to work just so she can go to work. I have to be, you know, it was just like, what the fuck? You know, just shit that's not in our mojo. It's fucking up our mojo, our, mo our mojo. And once again, the letdown. So we keep talking and he says, you really want this truck, huh? I said, <laughs> and now I feel like I'm begging, right? But I'm like, yes. Like, that's why I drove up all the way out here. That, that's why I'm doing all everything. Like, like, what the fuck? You know, like, try not to get frustrated. Yes, I want the fucking truck. And at this point, I'm just like, I just need a fucking car. Because I still fucking sit here and listen to you about this fucking truck talking this good game. Like, and now I'm fucked. Just like I've always been, where I've depended on you. Now I'm fucked. I fucked myself. No one to blame but myself. I'm fucked. Not you. I'm fucked. Because you have a car. You can hop in your car and go where the fuck you need to go. His wife? Now, there's the thing about his wife. Because I don't think he liked it when I said this. <laughs> now, one thing about Lelaine is she doesn't, I don't, she doesn't have a license. She doesn't drive. She's just one of them people who don't drive. They live in Center City, Philadelphia. She takes the fucking bus where she needs to go. She's good with the bus route. She knows when the bus is going to be there. She could probably smell the motherfucker coming down the street. She is a bus person. But she has a professional job with a professional career. But she just catches the bus. It is what it is. You're a bus girl. But I said, I'm not Lelaine. I'm not catching. She can't get. I'm not catching. She's not doing that. And Desiree's like looking, you know, still playing a part, trying to be cordial. Well, I was just thinking about it. And, you know, he keeps. And, um, and I said, you know, he's like, well, how much money do you have left? And I said, I think about, um. I said, I think like 3,500 now, but I can get that other five back because I think I paid a bill. It was some bullshit. He's like, okay. And I said, I said, can we get the money now? Um, well, I was gonna send it to you on Saturday. That, you know, and I'm like, okay. So, you know, we finished talking and I think we went out. Oh, we got a cheesesteak. Motherfucker loves Tuesday. No, but he didn't get one this time. But anyway, we all left, hopped in his car. We got cheesesteaks, came back, ate the cheesesteaks. I said, okay, thank you for that. He bought my cheesesteak. I was nice of him, but I'm like, okay, it's time to go home. So, because Ray and I, we hop in the Honda, we drive back down 95, and we go the fuck home. Now, once again, talk to the game. Now I'm really excited for Saturday to come. Again, and Saturday comes and goes and no money was sent. And now I feel like, cause that's the thing with people who promise you shit and they get up in your, you know, and they talk to the game. The problem is, is like, now I feel like I'm begging, you know? And I don't like doing that. And cause it's like at the same time, 
yes, it would be nice in a perfect world if you bought me this truck and life was grand and everything like that. But now I feel like I'm begging you, you know? Like, I don't wanna, you know, be blowing you up, asking you all these questions. Oh, hey, did you send the money yet? It's like, no, you know? It's like, no. Like, I've made it this far without you, right? Like, I, like, for example, you told me not to do HVAC. He was like, do you want to work hard? Do you, why would you do something like that? I mean, I could just put you in college, you know? And then we went to that college and everything. And that's another story. But anyway, I just can't depend on this guy. Like, it's just like, fuck, I can literally depend on a, on a fucking milk carton more than I can depend on you, right? So, um, it's just like fucking nuts. So, you know, he's over here trying to back out low key and all this stuff. Oh, Saturday comes and goes. Nothing. And now I'm asking Desiree, like, you think I should call him? She's like, I don't know. You know, at this point now, even she's even like, she was like, wow. Like, you talk such a good game. Like, what happened? I said, meet my father. And I said, I thought he was different this time, too. I didn't think he was going like, to fuck me over. Like, I just didn't know. I didn't think. Do you think I should call him? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is you need a car. All I know is you just, you need a fucking car. How are you, how are you going to get to work? I can't keep waking up, taking you to work. Because now something else changed with her time or something. And she's like, and I can't. And she's like, I can't keep spending $70 Ubers to work to and from. It's more expensive at this time. You know, I checked Lyft. This is that time. The, um, uh, what the fuck is the other thing? Um, Ubers this time. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Like, I just like, talk to him. Tell him. She's like, beg him if you have to. I'm like, ugh. So I call him. And I think he gave me, like, one more date. And by this time... It's been like two and a half months. And th- at this point, that very point in time, I started looking for myself. I'll say, you know what? I'll take whatever money I have and I'll just, I will figure it the fuck out. And my girl looked at me that day and she's like, baby, we'll figure it out like we always do. You know? So I've been in some pretty, not, I've been in some situations, you know, that were fucked up. And she looked at me and said, we'll figure it out. I'm like, but what? Okay, but how? We'll figure it out. And there's times where she, you know, hasn't had, you know, the most faith about something or been real stressed out. I said, babe, we'll figure it out. I don't care. I'll do this if I have to. I'll do that if I have to. I don't care, you know, but we will figure it out. This, okay? She's like, okay. I'm like, okay? Okay. All right. We're going to figure it out. So that's basically what she gave the figure it out talk. So I said, okay. So I think this was the last straw for me. It was, it was, oh, it was that, that Monday. I can't remember. Um, Desiree dropped me off like she normally does. And for some reason I was working and, you know, she picked me up when I got off and everything. I have to fight traffic to come get me. And I think she got me on her 
I can't remember what kind of thing we had worked out, but it was super inconvenient. Going from two cars to one car, I don't give a fuck. It's inconvenient as fuck for a household. Like, what the fuck? So, she picked me up, or I'm at work, and I called him. And I just say, you know what? I'm going to just try being vulnerable and having a heart-to-heart with him. And I'm going to just tell him that, you know, like that. You know, just try to really, like, whatever. I don't know. Just give this shit another shot. Because this is, once again, really fucked up. So, I call him and I said that. I said, listen. Because now, I think I said some shit trying to play mind games with him or something. Trying to make him feel like, I said, dad, if... Oh, this is exactly what I said. I said, Dad, if you don't have the money, just say that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I said, if you don't have it, I said, it's okay. I said, I appreciate you offering. I said, I have some money saved up. If you can't do it, it's fine. I said, I'll just take whatever I have. Just make it, you know? He's like, no, that's not the problem at all. I have the money. I was just waiting for this check to come from this car accident or some bullshit. I'm like, what? I said, you told you promised me something and had me do something that I knew I shouldn't have done because you're waiting on a check from a fucking car accident? What the fuck? And I said, when he said that to me, I said, Dad, why didn't you just, you know, and I'm at work and shit, so I'm trying to make sure I'm, I said, Dad, why didn't you just say that? Why didn't you just say that? I wouldn't have sold my car. What if you don't fucking win? Or what if... The check, like, don't have me, my faith, leaning on a check from a fucking car accident. And quite frankly, I thought he was better than that. I mean, you're flexing all this money. This is how much money is in my trade account. This, that, you know, I have this house now. Like, like, where is it? Like, prove it. You know what I mean? And he's waiting for money from a fucking car accident. And I said, oh, my. He's like, no, no, no. And he hears me getting, like, upset. I'm like, oh, my God, a car. He's like, no, no, listen, listen. And I said, wait, I said, where are you at? And he was like, the Dominican Republic. Why? I said, what? (laughs) I said, you're in the Dominican Republic. What the fuck? And he'd go down there to cheat on his wife and shit. You know, fuck different hoes or whatever he does. Right. And I said, you're in the fucking Dominican Republic. I said, oh, my God. He said, what? I said, no, I said nothing. I said, you're spending my money on bitches. You're spending the car, the truck money on bitches. He's like, and I think that struck a nerve because then he tried, you know, you know, watch it or whatever. I don't know what the fuck he said, but I'm like, now I'm like snapping because I'm like, you're in the fucking Dominican Republic. Spending the truck money like on bitches or whatever. And I said, you should have just told me. And like, and then I think at one point things got heated because, you know, He's like, like, you don't need a fucking car. And now you're on your fucking own or some shit. And, you know, he got mad because when you call a liar out for being a fucking liar or fucking you over, they don't like to hear it. They get really upset and, you know, point fingers and act like this. And I said, it's been three fucking months. I'm waiting for this. And you promised me, when you know, just like the same when I was a kid, you know, like only being a fucking adult. And I said, I could not, and I think he thought I was going to tuck my tail and say, you know, oh, it's okay, or I hope you, 
you know, fuck a bitch for me or something. Like, I don't know what the fuck. But I said, I cannot fucking depend on you. I said, just like I did growing up. I can't fucking depend on, you know, and because I'm upset. I said, you're a fucking liar. It's like, what the fuck? You know? And, you know, he starts and I just, and I hung up the phone and I blocked him. And I blocked him. Like, I don't want to fight with you. I don't want to, I want to knuckle up, you know, show who's the bigger man. Or I don't want to do none of that. I was just really hurt. Because, you know, for obvious reasons. Like, and it's just like, and I have no idea. So anyway, you know, now it's up to me, you know. He did what, what I... I just thought it was different, you know, any, and anybody who's been lied to or fucked over by somebody who's like that, that can, you know, talk good and do that, I mean, they just, you're gonna get got, you know what I mean, and, you know, I just thought, I just, I don't know, I, you call me stupid, call me this, call me that, I don't know, but I just thought it was different, I just thought he was gonna come through, and every single time, you know, it's time to pull the trigger. You set the gun down. I mean, you set the gun down with the safety on. You do not pull the trigger. So, you know, I think, you know, that day at work, I, I talked to Desiree, told her, you know, I was just really upset. I know we're going to figure it out, babe, but I'm just, you know, just like, what the fuck? Like, and um, we ended up going to go look at cars ourselves after that. Um, I didn't have the money for the truck I wanted, but ended up getting a pretty cool Volkswagen. <laughs> Looking at it right now. And and I, it was cool. And that's actually interesting how I got that car too. Because when we went, we went to a car dealership with whatever money we had or whatever. And this this Volkswagen was sitting there. It was a stick, it was a hatchback, the back had tail lights were tinted. I had Audi rims on it. It's modified, you know. So I'm a little, I'm stressed out. But I'm talking to this this car guy. And you know how car guys can be. They're just trying to get a sale. So it was a really nice guy that was there. Um, foreign dude, right? He was foreign, right? But he had like a bunch of gold chains on. So he's like, hey, buddy, hey, like you know. And I'm just, I'm, I want to be, I'm being really nice to him, like I normally am, right? It's a cool motherfucker. But like, I need a car also. So I get there and I'm looking at this fucking, I'm at this dealership and I'm looking around and it's not like I did all this looking around. To be honest, I found a cheaper car on Facebook market that looked semi-decent, looked like a little cool fun car, to, you know. And um, what happened? So I'm like, it was a pretty cool car. So I call him up, and it happened to be at a dealership. I didn't give a fuck if it was if he parked in front of 7-Eleven or something. You got a clean title? You know? Within reason. And of course, I'm going to check the car out. So he says, yeah, man. I said, why are you selling this car? What's, what's going on? Talk to me, man. <laughs> you know? And he says, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going back to my country. Uh, you know, all these cars here. You know, I don't need them. Shit like that. But this is a good car. This is a good car. I drove this to Ocean City and back. No problem. No nothing. I mean, this is a good car. So we go in. We hop in the car. We take a drive. And he says, okay, okay. Make it right. Make it right. So 
It's like, dude, you're letting me drive a fucking quarter mile. I can't even get this thing up to 70 miles per hour. I'm not even in, I'm still in fucking second gear, you know? And he's like, make it right. So I made it right, came back to the dealership, fucking sat there. So I said, okay, it drives smooth. I said, you don't, I said, I don't know what the fuck. He's like, yeah, good car, right? Good car. You know, he's just trying to sell the car and he keeps telling me it's a good car. I don't give a fuck if it's a great car. You need to know more. So anyway, we get back to the dealership, get back in the car. And he's standing there, and I'm sitting in the driver's seat, and I said, let's check the oil. Let's check the oil. I don't know if you thought I was going to check the fucking radio. I said, let's check the oil. Let's see, you know, if it, you know, has the right amount of oil, you know, do oil changes. So we checked the oil, and I said, Jesus fucking Christ. And he says, what? I said, look at the fucking dipstick. I said, this time you can't even get a reading on it fucking like damn near bone dry i said probably fuck the piston up no buddy i swear to god he's a good car he's a good car i'm like okay like i said you know i'm like okay so then i swear to god I put the dipstick down look at some more things i sat in the car sit in the car and i put my hand on the steering wheel and i pushed you know and i'm just thinking at this point i'm still looking around and i pushed so for some reason i pushed like the horn or the front of you know the horn and nothing beeped like the, there wasn't no beep i said dude you know I'm, I'm like what the fuck is going on now i said no oil no horn but <laughs> so what's going on here buddy i swear to god it's a good car it's a good car i'm like okay 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 so we did something else and um, I think I walked around the car again. And I said, oh, no, no, no. After, like, the horn didn't work, he's like, good car, good car. So then I look up, and I see a fucking crack going across the windshield. I said, dude, there's a fucking crack across the windshield. Buddy, I swear to God, buddy, it's a good car, I swear to God. I said, okay, okay. But, like, the oil cracking the windshield, like, I'm just adding on to my list for where I'm getting ready to, you know, make a, um, a pitch or whatever, you know, see what I'm ready to offer. I swear to God, good car. So, uh, what the fuck happened after this? I said, dude, I said, you drove this car to Ocean City with the oil like that? You know, cause I'm saying, I mean, I said, Jesus Christ. I said, I, I don't know, man. I mean, that's really fucked up. Like, we're not on to a good start. And then I said, I said, bro, how do I know if the engine's going to blow? You only let me drive it like a quarter, less than a quarter down the street. What if I drive an entire mile and the fucking engine blows? So I said, he's like, it's a good car. I like, he keeps telling me that. So I'm like, okay. Like, okay. So something happened. And uh, I remember his mechanic coming out. And I said, Hey man, how you doing? And this mechanic standing there. I said, how long have you been a mechanic? And he looks at me and he says, two years. And then I look back at the car salesman and I go, two fucking years? That's about as long as I've been a car mechanic, you know? So, you know, he's just like, you know, he just wants this fucking sale. And I mean, it's not a bad looking car. And you know, I like the modified cars and I've never really, I've never had a hatchback before, you know? So, and 
I'm not really in the financial situation to be like, you know, fuck you. But I just knew I had, you know, I just knew there were some things wrong with this car. And if I could, you know, I mean, I had to work within my budget, but I also don't want to buy a fucking lemon. What the fuck? Then I'd really be fucked. You know, right? Because I don't have my dad lying to me anymore because he's blocked. Remember? Because I don't have him this, you know. Oh, it's okay, son. You didn't find a car. That's fine. Let me just lie to you some more. You know, I don't have his support. So, you know, we're talking and he tells me the mechanics two years and it's just like, oh my gosh, shut the fuck up. So I said, you know what? I said, what do you want? He said, 4,500. I said, ah, I was like 45 or five grand or something. I was like, man, I am not giving you that much. And I didn't even have that much. So he said, okay, make me offer, make me offer. I said, okay, 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 Mr. Gold Chains. I said, dude, I'll give you no more than 1500 He was like, nah, fuck you. I said, fuck you. I said, dude, I was like looking at it, you know what I mean? And I said, dude, I said, you didn't even have fucking oil in the fucking car. I mean, that's like the heart like of an engine. You need oil, just like we need blood. You know? Like, how do you not do that and try to convince me it's a good car? It's a good car. So I was like, man, I said, dude, I said $1,800 or I'm walking away. And because like we have, there's, you know, there's nothing to, no, no, he said, okay, 18. I said, 18? He said, okay, $1,800. And I bought that car. And I think um, I had like a thousand on Cash App, which, or she had a thousand on Cash App, and I had like 800. And we had a couple more other bills and shit, but you know, that was very, very in the budget, 1800. And uh, it's not, that's not a bad price for that car, you know? And I don't want to jinx anything because it's just like still my daily. But like, you know, I haven't really had any issues, like no major issues. To be honest, I've only done an oil change and I was just able to go. And, you know, I did, you know, a little shit. It's lowered now. And, you know, I try to, I try to keep it clean, even though I don't. But Or, you know what I mean? It's, it's all right, car. Um, no, it cranks up. You know, it's every once in a while I have some shit where I think I need a new put starter in it, but it was indeed a good car. It was a good car. <laughs> I think so. I mean, $1,800, the cars last me a little over two years, maybe. I don't know. I mean, that seems like a, you know, people have spent way more and had cars for way less time. So, you know, I can appreciate it. Plus, I like going to Volkswagen car meets. Those guys are so fucking cool. You know? like real chill Volkswagen motherfuckers both guys who have Volkswagen I've always looked at like German cars as like a you know like you know it's Germany you know what I mean German cars you know BMW Volkswagen you know Mercedes like ah like we're not with all the fuckery man like we German we're German dudes German cars so I'm, I'm a German car guy now you know and I drove away and I was real happy and uh, I think I took it to my buddy Brian's house. He checked it out. Um, you know, we're both like self-taught, you know, 
you got your guys that grew up with their dads or their uncles or grandfathers that showed them shit, you know, man shit, you know, how pulleys work, how engines work. I'm not one of them guys. I had to learn everything, you know, and, you know, I'm just self, self-taught, self you know, I do my research, I see what makes sense, I listen to other people's stories, I compare, contrast, you know, learn, just like anybody would. But I think Brian, he's one of them guys, like, he didn't really have that either, so both of our knowledge together looking at this car, I said, what do you think? And we're under the hood now, because he wasn't far from the dealerships, and we, you know, we hang out with them quite a bit, so... You know, Desiree's in there talking to talking to Lindsay, and I'm outside talking to Brian. Like, what do you think? And I'm telling him the story. He's like, "Damn, you talked him down?" I said, yeah, man. I said, "I think I said I think everything just added up. Like, you know, I'm checking the oil. No fucking oil. I hung the horn. The horn not working. And the fucking look up when you know cracking the windshield. It was just like all that at once. And he was just like, it's like I was in court or something. You know what I mean? Just grilling, frying this motherfucker. And uh, he's like, "Ah, oh, word." Yeah, it seems pretty decent to me. I mean, is that overheated? I said, no, I didn't overheat it, but I do need oil. So I think we ran and got oil and, you know, shit like that. Brian's a good dude. I love Brian. But, um, yeah, you know, that's that's how I got the Volkswagen. And to this day, I still don't talk to my father. I just, I'm not saying to this day. It's probably been like two years and some change or... Yeah, yeah, I would say about, because it's just like, you know, it's just like, I can't, I can't keep taking the letdowns, man, and, and, you know, and it's like, why come into my life, and why, why be like that, why, you know, just hate it, I hate it, it fucking, I fucking hate it, and, and it's, and like I said, some days, some days, because he's a funny motherfucker, his personality, you know, you know, like, you know, he likes pretty women, like, you seem like a cool guy, like, we have some shit we can relate to, dude, we have some real shit that we could really be cool, and come and kick it, and shit like that, but it's just like, time after time, and time again, you've just let me down, and I just don't want to put myself through that. I don't want to put myself through that. No. No. You know? And and if somebody's out there abusing you, and they're, you know, being a piece of shit to you and everything like that, and they lie to you, and it's like, yo, let them the fuck go. You're better off alone. I literally rather just, just not fuck with you. It's like, what do we have after that? So, anyway... And it's not even that. It's the principle. I don't give a fuck. I told him to his face. I don't need anything from you. You don't have to. But it's like, you don't come to a person's house. Have them sell their car. It's like, you talk, you suck such a good game. But anyway, right? So, back to Nana. So, this is how Nana plays in. I talk to Nana. And I say, oh my, you know, nothing new to her. But I, I call her again. Because this is when... I'm really realizing people for who they are, you know, because I've ate a lot of shit growing up. I just eat it, and eat it, eat it, you know, abuse, this, ass whooping, this, that, you know, just abuse. We just eat it and never speak up about it. So I call Nana and I say, hey, Nana, it happened again. God damn it. 
you know, he came to my house and he did this and he said, I promised this and I waited, you know, all these months and nothing. Well, and she says, and I was like, wait, holy shit. This is when I start. She says, well, Braxton, it's your fault for depending on him. And I said, mm. I mean, I said, I mean, yeah, I guess. But I said, banana, like again, like he's done to her. And, you know, she's a victim. But I said, he didn't keep his promise, Nana. Like he said this and now I did that and made all these changes. And I said, you know, and now, well, Braxton, you're a grown man now, Braxton. You need to. <laughs> and once again, this is Nana. So I'm trying to be respectful because like I almost like flipped the fuck out on Nana that day. And it, you know, I like, I, like I said, I will, but it's like, once again, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? She's like, it's your fault because you're a grown man. I said, I know I'm a grown man. I've bought cars before. I've had, I had a car. I not, I didn't fucking ask him to buy any fucking car for me ever. Right? But I said, you know, your son, Nana, he talks a good game. He just had me fucking thinking I was going to get this fucking truck. Nana, like, I'm just trying to vent, right? You know, like, so instead of saying, like, yeah, that's wrong. I mean, you can never believe him. or he's, he, Like, she was just, like, grilling me. And maybe, and you're right, I am. And I said, you know what? I am. I'm a, I'm an idiot for thinking my father, your son, would, you know, keep his... I am. And I am. I am fucking idiot for that but she was just like more mad you know you know how he is Braxton you know but I said I just thought it was different and I didn't expect her to understand that I understood that you know like she wasn't there and like I said anytime I've ever talked to Nana it's always been it's always been like my fault or you know you shouldn't have trusted them or or, you know, look at you. Like, she's always protected her son. And of course, you could probably... Yeah, okay, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay, she protects her son. I don't think my mom would. <laughs> my mom's called the cops with me before. But, I don't know. Maybe she, maybe she's fought for me a few times in life. Where I'm falsely accused for stuff or something like that at school or something dumb. But she's just, like, it's just... I just, I don't even know the words. I need to expand my vocabulary. I need to read more, but it's just, like, tragic. <laughs> like, Nana, you just can't understand. You know, you're a very sweet old lady or older woman until, like, you talk to her about some real shit and she tries to flip the shit around on you. And I'm like, I'm a victim. I'm a victim here, Nana. Like, but I don't expect you to understand you know, you shouldn't trust it. I mean, you're a grown man. Like, dude, I know all this. I know. Like, you know, like, I'm not, like, are you on the payroll? That's what the payroll, because it's like, you know, but anyway, like, okay, Nana. Like, right, I'm the idiot. Right, everything's my fault. Right, exactly. I came to my house, promised me a car or a truck or whatever and did all this oh by the way i'm your father oh and then at the end of the day left you high and dry yeah this is my fucking fault right right 
you know, I can take responsibility, but like I said, good talker. Don't let these people out here finesse you. Fuck them. You know, fuck them. Don't. And and that and that is true. And you know that the only person you could depend on is yourself. And I know that. And I know that. You know. But you know that's when you know I I I stopped talking to Nana so much. I mean I never was you know talking to her every day, but every now and again we would talk. Hey, how you doing? Hey, that. Or you know when I would want to you know vent about shit her son did. And she would just really never understand and have no idea why I would call her. And she was probably just tired of it, to be honest. Because she probably knows he's a piece of shit father. Well, maybe she doesn't, actually. Who fucking knows? (laughs) Who fucking knows? But she's just not the person to really... I don't know. That shit really fucked me up. So what the fuck? Like, that's the last thing you want to hear, right? Somebody fucking, you know, says they're going to do X, Y, and Z, doesn't do it. Oh, it's your fault for believing them. Like, who the fuck wants to hear that? Not me. (laughs) This dude off Instagram. Not me. I don't. I don't want to fucking hear that. So that's when I started keeping my distance. And then I think something else happened where, oh, I think I... And I don't really go on social media and do this whole wild shit and post my business. And, but I think I said something like, oh, I think I said the worst dads make the best uncles. Because he's a bad father, but he's a pretty cool uncle. I think he has all my cousins tricked that he's like this awesome guy, like gives them money. And oh, hey, how you doing? You know, Uncle Billy shit. Whatever he does. And I used to watch him grow up, you know, be real cool to them. And he would, like, I don't know. I mean, this dude is just, I mean, you just, you can't depend on him. And he's a fucking wild card. You don't know what the fuck he's going to do. But I'll tell you this. When that happened, I remember my mother telling me different stories. Hey, you know, he had me do this, said he was going to marry me, but we were on good terms. I finished college. I did this. He had me go through all these, jumping through all these hoops, always had me doing it and would always let me down. So now I got to see it for myself. And that's just one story, you know? So, but like I said, you know, you know, I made a Facebook post. I said, you know, the the worst dads make the best uncles or something like that. And my aunt, my aunt, um, my aunt Bunny, I don't, I think she texted me or said something and said, or called me. I can't remember, but said, you don't want to basically take it down. Like, basically, you don't want to be telling people out here, you know, how he is or how your dad is or something. Basically, you know what I mean? Like, basically telling me like once again you know like I used this to say what I said and it's like who the fuck are you to call me and tell me to take it down you know what I mean like I'm an adult now I'm not a fucking kid and that's the same thing I think Nana is kind of forgetting you know 
like right is right and wrong is wrong i don't give a fuck you know the same thing with aunt bunny and i love aunt bunny she's one of my favorite aunts she's fucking telling me oh i think you just need to take that down because like who the fuck no the fuck out of here i'm proposing what the fuck i want say what the fuck i want i have a shitty father the fuck you know like don't don't do that and you and i can reason with you you know we can be cordial we can we can talk things out but it's like no like fuck that i don't care fuck that i'm hurt and this is what the fuck i want to do and all that's literally all i said there i go saying literally but it's all i fucking said the best uncles are the shittiest fathers you know so that happened right after that and that opened up my eyes once again i'm like no sorry like nah so i blocked on bunny <laughs> i blocked her and nana i'm just hurt at this time i think i blocked nana too because like you know it's like growing up my aunts and uncles on that side i felt like i tried to you know talk to them about the things i was going through my mother and my father and they're older they're adults and they seem like cool ass people like i love my it was always so special growing up my my father's side like going up there with the beach and you know we bring out the beach house every year going up there it was just special all my cousins i love that shit i it was like a high for me i swear to god thanksgiving everybody's around everybody's geeking people fighting you know, cousins fighting shit. Like, family shit. You know? It was awesome. Yeah, my dad sucks, but family's pretty fucking cool. And as I got older, I just... I don't know. I just saw things a little different. and I still love them very much. Just... I don't know. But, yeah. That's, that's my story. And, um... That's just one of them, you know. But that, I don't want to start railing, but that just that just really fucked me up. Because to be honest, it's like now, and it's like, and this is why he's blocked. This is exactly why he's the fuck blocked. Because when I look back, if I never would have reached out, if I never would have called him, if I never would have done any of that, I would not have been in this situation. I would have had in my car, I would have to do all this hooping and hollering, trying to find this, talk to this guy, talk, you know, Facebook this, drive this, like, you know, try to $70, $60, you know, Ubers to work, just any of that. Like, I literally would have been just fine. A peace of fucking mind. I would have had a peace of mind. Just fine. But, you know, reaching out to people, thinking they're going to be different, when they show you who they are, you fucking believe them. But for some reason, I just gave, you know, same thing with my mother, same thing, chance after chance after chance, and it just, it just fucked me over every time. So, I'm gonna get inside, but um, I appreciate you guys listening, and I will see you on the next episode.